I'm Natalie. And I'm Chris and Sober this time. And <laughs> this, this is, is the Paranormal, Paranormal Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, you didn't think I was going to say that, did you? No, I didn't. That's because I can just barely see your eyes right now. Oh, good. That's how I know that it's working. Uh, it seems to be working quite well. What did you hit up today? Uh, runts. You had runts? Yeah, it was the Leafly uh, number one pick last, or for, yeah, for 2020. Yeah, That's and some you, good um, shit. that one's knocked me out like a bunch of times this month. Which means it works perfectly for me. Because <laughs> you actually get high for once compared to me. I awesome. know, because I have a stupid tolerance. Well, speaking of tolerance, let's see what you can handle tonight. Because I picked something that I was hoping might actually gross you out. Might gross me out? Yes. Okay. So, your option is creepy, crime, or cryptid. That's how you talk. So. Cryptid. You're right, though. That's annoying. But... Okay, so we have creepy. What could gross me out? A lot could gross me out with creepy. Crime. Crime, no. unless, unless it's like really brutal violent, but you're not a big fan of like the Saw stuff. So no, I away as from long that. as it's not like, well, I guess Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but. Yeah, it gets rough. Yeah, but cryptids, I'm interested to see. What could you do to like gross me out with cryptids? Okay, so. Also, I'm wearing an alien shirt, so I think that's fitting. Exactly, because everyone can see that alien shirt on your podcast. Yeah, it's really cool. It's in New Mexico, and it says Roswell, New Mexico on the sleeve. And you know, I never it's saw so the actual cute. green alien on there. I never, yeah, it's like very yeah there's hidden. a little green one. There's a moon. There's a flying saucer. This we'll try to, awesome. We'll try to figure out where you got that and post that up on the podcast, too, on the link. Yeah, I'm ranting. You should start your story now. <laughs> so, starting with the story, this cryptid allegedly lives in the Gobi Desert. The Gobi Desert, okay. Familiar with that region or where in the world that even is in the first place? Not when I'm high. <laughs> That's fair. And you're not holding your smartphone right now. So so the Gobi Desert is a very, very large area between northern China and southern Mongolia. Okay. It is the sixth largest <laughs> desert in the world and the largest desert in all of Asia. Okay. So now that we got already a pretty jacked That's up area. a pretty big desert then. Just the scale, it's actually larger than the entire country of Peru. Oh. And the Gobi oh. Desert can actually fit Thailand, the UK, and Spain. Thailand, the UK, and Spain. Holy fuck. Okay. So, our cryptid of choice today is Olgoy Korkoy. Olgoy what is it? What is it? This is. Me, I, I was hoping you. I was hoping you'd be the stone because I knew you wouldn't be able to get this the first time because I had to, to YouTube it and try to figure out how they pronounce it. So okay. Olgoy. Olgoy Korkoy. Olgoy Korkoy. Yes, good okay. enough. Well, it sounds like old boy, so I'm gonna call it old boy. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, it's Mongolian. Okay. And literally translated, it translates <laughs> to large intestine worm. Okay. Oh, okay. I have like a SpongeBob thing going on. So in, did you ever see the worm episode of SpongeBob? Probably. No, let's okay. go with no. I might have seen it, Never but not mind. really. <laughs> Never mind. Stoner always goes to SpongeBob. <laughs> awesome. So, the English name that everyone refers to it as is the Mongolian death worm. Oh, that's badass. Mongolian death worm. I was going to pick some, like, that sounds like a very metal, like, that would be a really good metal band. That sounds like it would be a really good like a uh, fight like a fighter's name. <laughs> a Mongolian, <laughs> a Mongolian death worm. Death worm. Or, I don't know what it would be like. 
applicable or, to with or the adult skill. Film, adult film actors, maybe? Also, also true. I like mine better. <laughs> Yours is Can definitely you more imagine, badass. Yeah. Like, having that, like, uh, what's his name? Buffer. Michael Buffer. Yes. Is saying that fucking name? The Mongolian Death Worm. Yes. That'd be pretty rad. Okay. Anyway, let's actually learn about the Death Worm. So with the Death Worm, the original story dates back, actually way back to 1926. Okay. It was, um, so I mean, the legends have been around for a while, but it first got brought to the Western world by an author named Roy Chapman Andrew. I uh, wrote a book called On the Trail of Ancient Man. Ooh. So, you know, went around the world, had a bunch of stories about weird, creepy, cryptid things. It and... sounds like a blast. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I could see you traveling the world doing that. But I would love that. Gotta get rich first. We'll work yeah. on that one next. We'll get there. So, there was a lot of secondhand tales about the intestine worm, but nobody had actually ever seen it. Okay. You know, people had claimed they saw it, but there's no... There was no evidence. Proof or evidence, exactly. So this was actually when um, Roy was going and interviewing people. He actually had an interview with the Prime Minister at the time. Ooh, fancy, fancy, higher up. And the Prime Minister, um, name of, oof, Dabdin Bazaar, with the loose translations, quote, saying, It is shaped like a sausage, about two feet long, (laughs) has no head or leg, and is so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. Oh my god, so it's like a fucking slug, basically. Yes, and it lives oh in god. the most desolate parts of the Gobi Desert. Of course it does. And it can't be, like, in the center, like, well, because... I mean, does it say, like, how big it actually is? I mean, there's a lot of, like, like some people said, like, a lot of the accounts were between two to five feet. Okay, because I was, ima- I don't know why I was imagining, yes I do, a massive worm that just like hid in a cave in the desert because it's basically like the Spongebob thing I had in my head, but this thing is a oh, lot the Sponge- smaller. Oh, the Spongebob thing is like, is a huge? Yeah, it's like a massive worm. Okay, there's, um, we'll get the massive worm if that's what you're interested in. Oh, okay. <laughs> <In> that- <laughs> yes, I love you. You're welcome. Um, so the crazy thing is too... The Gobi Desert is also part of the, I think it was part of the Silk Road. So oh, okay. as you were going to and from different parts on the Silk Road, there was a lot of like, smaller cities and towns and stops between just main, like the main parts of China that's, and the main parts of Mongolia. So okay. you'd have to go through the Gobi Desert. Gotcha. So it's not like it was like impossible to get through. It's still a desert, but it wasn't completely like absolutely utterly desolate. Yeah, you can still like navigate through it. And exactly, like the, the, there was a, there was a main road, that, there was a main path there, like a trail that people got to travel. Oh my god, cottonmouth is so real. I'm so sorry to everyone listening to clear my throat. Or just get some runs and figure it out yourself too. Uh, yeah, that's true. Suffer with me. You're not really suffering. Come enjoy things with me. Yeah, you are so fucked right now. I'm really fucking high. It is awesome, bud. Like from one to ten. <clears throat> Like, you're about like Cheech and Chong right now. I'm going to go with, like, an eight, but I don't know if that's accurate. Eight for now. Oh, shit. Eight for now. Yes. This is awesome. Okay. Okay. Tell me about old boy. Old boy. Got it. I mean, don't know. It might be like a teenager. Maybe just got his license. Why you got to just discriminate based on age? 
I'm not discriminating anything. I'm just making it more badass by referencing old boy. You're just high. I'm really high, yeah. Also, old boy's Korean when this is Mongolian. But anyways. And Oh, I didn't even realize. I didn't even think about that. Oh, that sounds racist. I'm so sorry. You're just ignorant. It's fine. We love you still. Woo! So okay, anyways, let's go. with the Olgoi Kolkoi, <laughs> it is typically re- loved by a lot of the descriptions. It's usually red in color. Okay. And resembles a blood-filled intestine, hence the intestine. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Usually about two to five feet on average stories, but there was actually an Animal Planet documentary that oh, some claims actually went through and said that it can reach up to ten feet. Ten feet? Holy shit, it's like, oh. Ugh. Yeah, so we're going from like short to like medium-sized high schooler up to like above and beyond an NBA That's like player. a fucking python. That's nuts. And it's a... Oh, no. Um, some okay, accounts of it also mean that it could be as thick as a adult male's arm. Oh, fuck. And I'm not like jacked or anything, but like, you, man, looking at my arm, like, that would not be good. You're pretty muscular. You got some arms going on there. I would not, I would not fuck with anything. That's I would not fine. want like a 10-foot long <clears throat> monster... The girth of my arm and the length of about 10 feet, like, Ew. coming anywhere near me. Ew. Especially if, like, a single touch just kills you. I mean, that really does look more and more like a snake in my mind, though. Again, it's not, because, but it, it's a length, you can kind of see that snake-like shape, but it looks like a just blood-filled just, sack of an yeah, intestine because of all the kind of ribs it is, kind of like how worms are ribbed, too. Ugh. Yeah, gross. Yikes. Um, there's no actual pictures of it, of course, because, oh, you know, yeah. Native Tribes of Mongolia. Probably, or the Gobi Desert didn't necessarily have Polaroids just yet. Yeah, well. But a lot of the drawn images and depictions of it usually show some kind of like lamprey style, like a sucker-like mouth. Ooh, like, oh, I'm imagining it like a sausage with a demigorgon face. Kind of, because like the teeth, they usually show like points inward. Yeah. Yeah, so demigorgon would definitely be like a good one. Um, usually when it attacks, it rises from the sand without any warning, and this is where it gets, this is where the stories kind of change. So one of the attacks usually involves it spitting acid into the face of its victims. Oh, shit. It melts anything and everything down in kind of this, um, corroded yellow puddle. Ew. Yeah, so like, it, it, it kills you. It kills you. Um, the other options are, it can, its upper half just kind of pops up out of the ground. Yeah. Kind of like what you imagine, like a lot of like sand dragons, like in like a lot of yeah. sci-fi movies, and the upper half inflates to the point where it explodes. Well, why would it do that to itself? Because when the upper half explodes, it sprays the lethal poison that kills anything and everything it touches. Oh, and then is it like able to heal itself or whatever, or does it just like it's just like a. Well, kind of- no. I didn't really get into that part. They didn't really explain the whole, like, suicide bomber thing on that. But, yeah. I mean, with worms, they do have the ability to regenerate to some extent. So, okay. could be. That's true. Fair. Um, and then, here's the fun, crazy part for supernatural oh, yes. powers. Come on. Um, Give it to me. It's reported that it can also deliver an electric shock, powerful enough to kill a horse or camel. So again, if you're riding through the desert, maybe one of those like oh. legends or tales that tell you not to stray off the path, because if you end up Ooh. in the wrong areas, like you lose your camel or horse, you're stuck in the freaking desert. That is true. The largest desert in Asia, uh, of all places. Yeah. See, this thing sounds like 
a really weird off-brand uh super villain kind of that would i don't be know awesome. it just like spitting acid in somebody's face like that seems like an asshole thing that a super villain would do and like i don't know like self-detonating or whatever like blowing yourself up just out of spite maybe i mean the mongolian death worm is an awesome villain name too right there we go. Ooh, that's a writing idea right there. That's what that is. There we go. Now, there's a massive gap in a lot of the stories behind the Olgoi Kurkul. Yeah. Specifically because Mongolia was actually controlled by the Soviet Union up until 1990. Oh. And this was in, you said, like, 1926? So 1926 was when the original story started making it to... Like the Western world. Oh, oh, that's right. But I mean, okay. this dates back even before, you know, like a lot this... of like verbal storytelling, not necessarily yeah. like written down yeah, in stories. Yeah, just handed down throughout the yeah, decades. Just a, and almost like a hand, like a boogeyman story to tell people. Yeah, it's a legend. Mm-hmm. So come to find out, the next account of it wasn't until 1987. <laughs> uh, there was a Czech cryptozoologist named Ivan McCurl. Um, actually well-known and famous for being one of the world's most renowned Loch Ness Monster detectives at the time. Ooh, okay. So my attention. Hunts Nessie, kind of like a little bit of like a supernatural-style like hunter. Yeah. Just trying to figure out the truth behind a lot of these yes. cryptids. Truth-seeking. So there was a book that he wrote called, ooh, I'm not going to pronounce this one at all because now okay. we're getting into multiple languages. Yes. Al-Tajin Sadak Godv. Yeah. Do you have the translation for that? Probably slayed that one. Didn't really look up the translation okay. of the book, sorry. But um, I haven't actually heard so many verbal accounts that he actually believed this thing had to exist with just how many people were just 100% behind it Okay. for the locals and the <clears throat> natives. Um, he was actually reporting that the worm itself travels underground okay. and its movements can be detected from above from the waves in the sand that it displaces. So kind of okay, like almost like so... a like how you see like Jaws has those little uh, fins sticking out of the water. Yeah. So you can see like the worm kind of coming at you. Oh, but you just have to be like super vigilant though, because I mean, in a desert, like there's nowhere for it to hide. There's nowhere for you to hide. Like, what if it sneaks up behind you? You're never gonna see it coming. Or just from under the sand, coming from the ground oh, up. Right. And sucks oh, you that's down right. In. It just like jumps up suddenly. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's oh my god. So our boy Ivan actually boy had Ivan. three separate expeditions to try to find the Mongolian death worm. How many? Three. Three? Yeah. Uh, and they were pretty, pretty and recent. He, he got funding for that, for three of them? Or did he? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Not much. I mean, I mean, it was 1990, 1992, and then 2004. Oh, wow. So dude's been working. Yeah, I mean, he kept up with it for a decade after the second one. That's impressive. And, like, you know how whenever you watch a lot of, like, the paranormal ghost hunters, they always have some kind of tool, right? Yeah. So, for any fans out there, I mean, how familiar are you with Dune? With Dune? D-U-N-E, Dune. Dune. Yeah. I've heard of it, but no. Written by Frank Herbert, a very well-known kind of sci-fi novel, and they do have a lot of sandworms in Dune. Ah, similar okay. kind of similar concept. So he was actually inspired to create a motor-driven thumper. A thumper that would like, actually like Bambi. How is Bambi from thumper from Bambi motor-driven in any way, shape, or form? 
I don't know. It's the same name. We're so fucked up right now. <laughs> yeah, I am. Gonna go ahead and say you're at a nine right now. Okay, I'm at a nine right now. I could say you're at a ten right now. You would probably just believe me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm pretty fucking high. I think you kind of hit past Cheech and Chong level. We Ooh. might be at a Wiz Khalifa at this point. Wiz Khalifa? I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's true, because you can actually smoke and you don't have tolerance right now, so good shit. Okay. <laughs> love you. I love you too. Okay, let's so, go. So, the thumper was actually designed to kind of pulse the ground into the sand itself and okay. try to bring the, the um, death worms to the surface. Okay. And it failed terribly. We just never <laughs> saw one. Uh, even tried explosives. Explosives? What the fuck? I mean, just went out TNT, and just like that might just blows stuff up in the sand and hopefully like a worm pops up just like was there any direction or did they just go out and say oh well this looks like a good place to throw down some tnt direction would probably be just down up buried under the ground blow it up and see if you can pop up a worm guess so except that didn't work either oh my god so ivan never actually found any record or any trace of the worm truly existing that's unfortunate i was really rooting for ivan well, he wasn't the only person to search for it. Oh, shit. Did somebody else find it? Oh, we'll get there. Okay. Ugh. So we actually had another contender, Richard Freeman from the Center for... Richard Freeman. Fortean Zoology. Fortean Zoology? Basically, this um, group and organization tried to prove or disprove a lot of creepy crawlies and cryptids. Hmm. So, like, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, yeah. anything under the sun that I they can get their be, hands on. Like, I can see you doing I that. I want to join that. That'd be awesome. Too bad they probably don't really get paid. I mean, unless you find it. Yeah, that's true. So, Richard Freeman had his expedition in 2005. 2005, okay. And he found absolutely nothing. Of course he did. God damn it. So, contrary to kind of what I've, you know, I haven't heard a lot of the stories, a lot of the local legends and lore, thought that that was going to be, you know, it had to exist. He was just trying to find a trace of it. Yeah. Richard Freeman was the one who started kind of getting into more of like the naysayer, like disproving it. Gotcha. So, he was saying that it may have actually been just maybe some sort of like worm or lizard that they're not familiar with. Yeah. Um, And then, we move up to 2006. Okay, 2006 now. Destination Truth tried to find it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So we tried to find that episode, which yeah. is going to be awesome. And they found absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that uh, sounds about right. But, I mean, they were also kind of trying to play a little bit of... It looked like they were able to try to play both sides of the field. and Like, not fully disprove it, but not actually find enough to... Enough credible sources to really say this is legit. Okay. Because a lot of the believers and a lot of the local natives were saying that it sits in a lot of areas that, because along the kind of Chinese and Mongolian border, there's a lot of areas that you just either don't have access to or that are restricted. Okay. So, like, do they hang out around those areas or something? Possibly. Maybe not. Maybe places that were, you know, like off the trade route from back in the day. Oh, that would make sense. Uh, and a lot of the, with the local lore, they also say that the worms actually spend most of the year hibernating underground. Oh, okay. So they like, it's only like a certain time of year that they really come out in full force? Well, we are talking about like a blood intestine worm too. So okay. I forget about that. When the worms usually come out of the ground. At night or when it's like raining. When it rains. 
but because we're in the desert, they typically get rain on the Gobi Desert in June and July. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So you kind of got to time your expedition, and then you only got those two months to try to find it. Hopefully, you get a rain. You get rain in that expedition. Otherwise, it's a wash. You get nothing. Yeah. Well, that sucks. So a lot of what they were also saying is, with that particular climate, this is where you know the whole science piece is coming into this now too. Yeah. The climate of the Gobi Desert is actually too hot for worms and leeches to survive. Hmm. So they're yeah. thinking it might be some kind of lizard. That would be cool. I mean, ugh. can it really be a lizard if it doesn't have arms and legs? So are you familiar with the skink? Oh, shit, I am familiar with the skink. Yeah, so I mean, for all those who haven't seen a skink or are probably looking it up in an image right now, a skink is basically, if you took... A regular-looking lizard did a caricature of it and made it look really fat and cute. That's how a skink kind of looks like. Yeah, it's really cute. They're so they're so adorable. They are, but if you look at a lot of the skink photos and images, they have very like non-distinguishable limbs. Like yeah. they're very fat and stubby, but again, very thick. So yeah. you can definitely mistake that for being some kind of snake or worm. That's actually a good a lizard. point. Okay. Um, also, the how do you pronounce it? Olgoi Korkoi, mm-hmm. was also an inspiration for the movie Tremors. Oh, I never saw that. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Though. So again, if, you watch, if you've if you seen Tremors or if you're going to watch it now, how they burrow through like the ground or the sand, you can kind of see the trail it's coming at you. Yeah. But you don't see it until it actually pops up from the ground. That's interesting. Uh, there also was, of course, Sci-Fi Channel ended up doing sci-fi channel. a movie back in 2010 straight up called Mongolian Deathworm. Oh my god, we need to watch that. Oh, that's got to be terrible. Exactly. And for any gamers out there, oh no. If you've heard of the game Ark Survival Evolved, they had a downloadable content pack called Scorched Earth. And they do also feature the Mongolian Deathworm. Bruh. However, in this one, because it's a video game and they wanted to make it just badass and it's called the Mongolian Deathworm of all things. Yeah. It comes out to be larger than a T-Rex. Larger than a T... Oh, my God. Yeah, game. So we can definitely look that up and see how, oh, how badass that would be. Oh, larger than a T-Rex. Uh, and, and it then, still has the stubby little arms and whatever. Kind of. In this, in the game version of it, because, you know, never really proved to exist just yet. Yeah. Uh, it actually has these weird little, like, leg-like claws or appendages near its mouth. And in the game, it can only actually attack you by biting or clawing at you with those appendages. Oh, okay. So, congratulations. You survived the tale of the Olgoi Korkoi, the Mongolian deathworm. Dude, I'm so glad that I know the words Mongolian deathworm exist. Like, that's just the coolest shit to me right now. And also, I don't know how you expected to really gross me out with that. Oh, here's the image. Oh, oh, okay. Let's see. It's not going to be that bad. I mean, for anyone out there, definitely feel free to look up some images on your own. Yeah, whatever just Google's Mongolian gonna pop up. death worm. Let's see. Oh my god. You know what it... That one, it looks like a pocket pussy. Well, that's not that terrifying. <laughs> when we're watching see? the community, it looks like a thumb. A thumb and a turtleneck? A thumb and a turtleneck. <laughs> a thumb and a turtleneck. That's the best description of a penis that I've ever heard. But yeah, this is fucking weird. 
Like, they all have those really creepy teeth. And there's oh a sci-fi God. poster. And there's like the sci-fi movie. Oh, that's terrible. I want to watch that. I want to, I think I'm at the level to watch that and handle it right now. So I think we're good. Congratulations. I think we're good. Oh, boy. So it didn't gross you out or terrify you as much as I thought or anything. I know. I don't know. I don't, you were way off base, buddy. But just something badass, though. It is. It is. I'm really, this might be my favorite cryptid that you've given me so far. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. glad we found a good one. I guess that's it for now because we are awaiting our, um, what would you order? It was Shake Shack, right? Shake Shack, baby. I'm getting two doubles. I'm hungry today and we're eating. Yeah, let's be fat. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the episode. We will be back next week. Bye. Bye.